So Smir, next question is from Jerin. So he said that even the people like Warren Buffett seems a very conscious entrepreneur outside, but it was shocking to know the other other story. So Samir, do you have any framework we can access a business, whether it's a conscious business or not, or any methods we can assess even our own business is conscious or not? So, um, you know, about Warren Buffet, it's a very interesting case because I, he used to be one of my role models. Like he was somebody who really inspired me. And, uh, and you know, Warren Buffet, um, obviously he's done a lot of remarkable things. He writes a letter to its shareholders every every year explaining what happened in their business, how they did the whole thing. And those letters he's written for the last 50 years. And I've read almost 30, 40 of those letters. And I used to be very inspired by him. Like the fact that he had this portfolio of businesses was actually what inspired me to create Marcus myself. Right. Uh, but all my inspiration and all my image of Warren Buffet was based on the information which was put out by Warren Buffet himself. Right. So the, the thing was that I used to believe whatever he said, because all my information and all my image of him was either from the letters which he himself wrote or the books written about him or the media coverage. And, you know, so what I realized, basically the framework is, you know, basically do not believe anything without confirming and, and look at the larger and larger data. So as I, as I said, as I started expanding my own understanding of what a company does, what their impacts are. When I did for my own startups, I was able to do for Warren Buffet as well. And I realized that actually he has very carefully cultivated an image of being very conscious. And you know, the I mean, why do people feel he's conscious? Because he donated, he pledged his wealth to Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That's the only thing which people know about. Otherwise, all his businesses are, you know, uh, you know, I mean, they are they are huge into coal. Uh, you know, so actually, if you if you were to really examine the depth of Warren Buffett's actions, which you can only do when you become a deeper person yourself, you will start realizing that basically there is a lot more going on under the surface. He's, in my view, he's part of this big nexus of rich business people who uh, use philanthropy as a as a tool to create a great public image. And as a tool to actually exploit further, for example, Bill, Bill Gates, I, I mean, you know, I may be breaking one more conscious entrepreneur image over here, but anyway, you should not believe me, you should do your own research, but Bill and Melinda Gates foundation is actually simply a, a foundation which helps in expansion of the businesses of Bill Gates and Melinda Gates. How do they do that? Because this foundation is able to get into partnership with governments especially in developing countries, mostly they're very active in Africa, actually, right? So imagine there's a government in Africa, there's a particular department and there's a particular minister <clears throat> and you make a big donation to that, that ministry. Right? So you have basically given money, white money to the bank account of a particular government, right? Now the minister, which is in charge of spending that money can easily make decisions by which that money will be spent in a manner that the minister benefits from the money, right? Basically, for example, if any, any minister makes a decision to buy an airplane, the company can pay him bribe, uh, you know, in, in cash or in whichever way, right? So basically, and now what happens is that there is a business of Bill Gates, which is trying to get into 
into into the same country and is trying to get some contracts from the government right so now the government gives bill gates whatever they want see all these african countries are very rich in natural resources very rich and if you know the natural resources belong to the country but the government decides at what price we give a mine to which company right and and you may be shocked to know that kenya as a country which is a very rich oil rich country right the way they have set up the contracts is all the oil refining is done by american companies so they take out the oil from the kenyan oil fields which have been given to those companies for literally for peanuts okay like their cost per liter will be not even 5% of what the customer will pay so that oil they take from kenya they refine in their own refineries and now kenya imports oil from other countries into back into their own country and then sells to their own citizens right so basically in this process the, the price may go up 20 to 30 times and there is a public company in kenya just like we have bsnl and telecom right which obviously doesn't grow because no nobody wants them to grow they everybody wants to grow the private companies because private companies are paying money to the ministers so similarly the 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 the, the government owned refinery of kenya is is kept inefficient and you know like air india we see these days you know nobody wants to even buy it right it's not that i mean it's basically because the private companies are able to pay money so all these foundations are actually actually fronts to fool people right and try to for example a foundation could give um, could, could give a donation to the government in 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 africa to say that you need to uh, give polio dose or some vaccination to all your children we are giving you 50% of the money now the government will pull 50% more and then go buy that vaccination from the bill gates company itself like bill gates now has a huge empire of pharma company right so all these people are basically you know like they really their main interest is their own i mean their own richness their own power their own this thing you can look at their businesses you can really i mean if you know somebody who worked that business you will then you'll get to know what is the real story basically i mean you know we are and as long as we don't apply our mind we'll simply believe what media is telling us right so the framework is i'm mean, one of the best framework i heard somebody say that he said if you want to know the world you stop reading media because all media is controlled and owned by the same people who are the most rich people in the world all newspapers all big tv channels are owned and influenced by the same guys are under the same influence and most even most independent bloggers and all they basically get paid by the same people so for a month if you can stop consuming any media because today the image which we have of the world is made by the media stop using media for the first time in your life you will start seeing the world for yourself right and once you understand that trick then you can go back and read the media but then media can never fool you see because when i became an entrepreneur right basically before when i was planning to become an entrepreneur i started to i wanted to learn so i started to read economic times from you know like all the all the words every from page to page and i used to take it so seriously i used to take it you know look like like a like the gospel truth of business and slowly as i grew in my own business you know i was interviewed by multiple times 
in 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 many newspapers including economic times and you know you come to know that all the stories are so fraud like if they ask me as an entrepreneur how many customers i can give whatever number i want and they will not verify it in fact i can pay money and i can get coverage so all the media is actually sold out and and today i i personally know lot of people who write for lot of this magazines and newspapers and media and you know i mean you know it's very clear the media is sold out i mean it's controlled from the top so if we can switch off from the media don't read newspaper don't read online don't watch tv don't read news on social media right so basically because this information is constantly programming us constantly layering the image of the world and us can i stop that and then i start seeing the world for myself then i start realizing who is warren buffett and what is coke doing to the the whole world and you know this whole story will become so clear to you but it takes time and patience you know basically you have to have patience and the interest to be able to remove these layers which have been put see this is exactly what is disempowering that that i don't have the power i have not been allowed to look at the world and understand it by myself there is always some mediator by which i am so if i start relying on a mediator tell me you know for example if you ask my parents because they read newspapers so religiously every day as per them chandigarh is very unsafe there are a lot of crimes happening and india is going through a lot of rapes but you know i mean it is just because you look at the newspaper the only thing they want to talk about is how many murders how many rapes how many accidents and then suddenly the whole family will feel that that's what is happening in the world so but if you don't do that you just roam around the city you will know what the city is yeah. absolutely uh so next question is from sham uh, uh his question is very just four line question so is business everyone's cup of tea so basically i feel that uh, what sham wants to ask that uh, whether we should uh, start a business if we don't have any knowledge about business or confidence of doing a business or his question can also be like uh, what exactly is business i mean if we are doing a job and if we want to get free from job and business seems very far from us so is it my cup of tea like or how i will get that confidence to start something so if you can explain see again i would i would say that this glamorization of business at that somehow business is something more superior to do than a job is again one of those myths of society and i have to admit that i have been part of creating that myth in my own days as an entrepreneur where i used to believe myself that it is more superior to do a business i do not believe so anymore what i believe is that each one of us are unique and we have a unique personality and a unique um you know like what we in sanskrit there is a word used called swabhav right like my own true inner nature and and we need to and we will eventually be happy peaceful successful healthy if we can align our life with our swabhav right so who should do business the one whose swabhav is to do business who should do job the one whose swabhav is to do job right so it is more important to align what i am doing the way i am living the way i am dressing the way i eat the way i work 
to align that with my own swabhav. Now the issue here is that what is my swabhav? How do I know that? But obviously, as we have been discussing that from the time the child is born, there is a the whole environment tries to influence the child and make the child live his life in certain way. Right? If you if you remember your own childhood, or if you have your own children, or if you have seen young children, you know, growing up around you, what you will see is that parents are constantly trying to tell the child how to sit, how to eat, how to drink, how to speak, who to say namaste to, and you know when to do homework, how to behave in school. So the child is constantly being trained how to behave, right? In such an environment, in such an energy, what we what the child is experiencing is a very strong prabhav, which we call parabhav, the, the influence of the outside. In, in, in such an, and this is the social environment we live in basically all influences in society are of 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 this type which are very oppressive in nature they so the swabhav never comes up what what ends up happening is this layers of prabhav which is put on you by people around you becomes your personality but that is not your real personality and the real personality never got a chance to, to even come up or maybe it has come up in parts and and see, I personally feel why do people become entrepreneurs? Most people are actually fairly successful in their jobs when they decide to leave. They have see why would you have the confidence to be an entrepreneur? Because you were successful in jobs. You know, you had a great job, you had a great education, and you're confident of doing anything, right? So why does such a person leave? To me, I feel that you know, if you work for a company, you are working within the system of the company. So the company tells you how to work, right? When they tell you how to work, then there is a prabhav. You don't have the independence to express your individual self. If you work for Oracle, you have to express Oracle culture. You have to wear their kind of clothes. You have to wear their badge. You have to talk their language. Right? So for somebody whose swabhav is opening up, they feel that I'm not happy. Though I have a great job and I have very respectful situation in the society, I'm not really happy. Why are they not happy? Because the, the true the true person within them is not able to express themselves. So then you quit and you come out and suddenly you, you can be who you are. You can be very authentic. You know, living with Sobhav is living authentically. But when can you live with Sobhav? When you are able to understand what is your Prabhav and, and, and you can let go of that. How can you do that? When you start observing yourself and you start seeing where do my actions come from? And, and then once you go deep in the depth of every action, you will know, is it an original action which originates from me or it's an action because it is programmed to me. Like I give you a very simple example, till the age of 23, I never used to drink tea or coffee. You know why? Because like when somebody would ask me, I wish to say, I do not like tea or coffee. But in my recent process of observation and understanding myself, I realized that it was that because as a child in my in my family, my parents used to constantly chant tea and coffee is not good for children. Tea and coffee is not good for children. So they would have tea three to four times a day. And every time they would tell us, you should not ask for it because it's not good for children. Right? So after a certain amount of repetition, it became like a law to me. Right? So I start now I grew up 14, 15, you know, they were no longer telling me, but I started telling people that I do not drink tea and coffee. I stayed in a hostel engineering college for
of my job i drank first cup of coffee when i was in the us very cold and you know it was total ice around me and somebody said if you drink coffee it will help you with the cold so i drank coffee first time as a medicine right and then suddenly after that i started drinking black coffee all the time right what happened was not that i became deprogrammed basically my programming of my childhood was overwritten by my my american programming because to drink black coffee was to be american right so basically you know like one started to you know now you wanted a higher status but as i started to understand basically i realized that all my preferences of the past are basically rooted in some some incorrect method so i started to you know as i observed i was able to understand and give up almost all my preferences so basically what happens then is then you have a person without preferences and you are simply living in the present moment so if somebody asks you do you want to drink tea or coffee your decision will not come from a habit or memory of the past it is something which will simply emerge in the present moment right so you become more and more aligned with your nature in the present moment so similar process then happens in terms of your work right so coming coming into line with so how is not just to do with you, what do you do as work how do you live life every moment how do you dress have you ever thought about why why do you dress in the way you dress have you ever observed that fact most likely you will go back and some strong in in your own life some movie some person some role model you know and you wanted to be like them you start dressing like them or some system at your home like if you from a army background you will dress in a certain way if you are from you know so basically all of us are slaves of the past conditionings we we need to be you know you can find your swabhav in it truly free and the day you become free you will not need to ask anybody a question you will know what to do what not to do like all this question which we have are simply because you know we don't know ourselves right the day you come closer to swabhav all answers will be there you will know at every given moment what is to be done next like in every every time there are options presented to you, you will know what to choose because inwardly your swabhav your inner intelligence will be so awake that it will give you all the answers thank you sumit sumit if you have more time then we have uh, two or three more questions but uh, i mean it, it's already one hour so just let me know if you have more time then you can take take the few questions that's okay maybe yeah so the next question is from rajan again so what is dharma of an entrepreneur so um, i think the first part of the question should be what is dharma itself because that is i feel it's a may not be a most well understood um concept you know it's a, it's a one of those very uh, subtle concepts coming coming from the ancient indian indian civilization so let me let me start with what is what is dharma itself and then maybe get into dharma of an entrepreneur so basically uh dharma is like a you know like a principle of living okay and and the way the indian society the original well used to work was that the wise people of the society whom we called the rishis right they used to be you know the most intelligent the most vast um the most high consciousness people and they used to um create the codes of living for for the society so there are you know you can almost think of there are two kind of people who lived 
one were the lakikas the practical people like the people who lived day to day lives and one were what we call as adhyatmikas the one who lived their life with a spiritual principle the ones who became whose consciousness was becoming more and more one with the higher consciousness and these people who kind of so then these people of higher consciousness became a channel between a higher wisdom and the human consciousness so through them a lot of knowledge used to used to flow down and they used to document that knowledge as in what we call as shastras right shastras were what we call as a dharm shastras were the code of how to live life in the society right and while there was a there were codes for everything there were codes of how to be how to be an entrepreneur right which is called a vaishya dharm in in the in the in the traditional you know there is kshatriya dharm which we, which we hear about in 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 gita and there is uh, there is raj dharm right how do you behave towards your nation there is pitra dharm how do you behave towards your father so basically for almost all roles which you played in life there was a in that context there was a there was a principle which you could you could live by right so for example today in today's context if if that was true so when you were be driving on the road you know basically you will be following a particular principle of how to drive right so now that i mean today when we drive on the road most people drive that how can i as a person go the fastest and reach the first we don't care about anybody else on the road right but that is not how how a dharmic driving would be a dharmic principle so dharma as a if you look at um, the word dharma in sanskrit comes from the root dri and dri is means one of the meaning is to hold or to sustain right so dharma would be principle of sustenance right so how do you drive on the road so that you sustain the harmony and the peace and the best functioning of the road as a whole not just from your point of view but from a holistic point of view right so basically then how do you behave in a family setup not just to control and implement your point of view but from a holistic point of view you are able to take growth and interest to everybody into into nature so that was you know that is in some ways is is what dharma is right so basically so dharma in that sense become very contextual right so your dharma is always determined by the context what you are doing and in this context what is the right thing to do right so in that context if you were to think about a dharma of an entrepreneur if you ask me personally first of all everybody's dharma is to serve a larger purpose right like in 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 our in our indian sanskrit literature there is a there is a there is a shloka which says the interest of a family is more important than the interest of an individual but the interest of a of a kul the kul is basically the big joint family is more important than the interest of a small family the interest of village is more and more important than the interest of a family and the interest of the nation or the state and the nation so basically the interest of the world is is most important right so basically you know everybody everybody job is to serve the whole universe right obviously and you start doing that so to me an entrepreneur is somebody who wants to serve the humanity right and and he feels the best vehicle to for me as per my swabhav to do the service is by building a business
and 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 then putting my energies into that business and doing something good for people so in that context that is how his dharma will be defined right so then obviously depending on what business are you doing what situation are you dealing with in each situation you have to then accordingly apply the same principle it's very difficult to you know i mean to 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 give a very generic way of what is dharma of an entrepreneur but i would think you know if you start with dharma of an of a human being each human being dharma is a to grow himself and express the the best potential of himself to to collaborate with all entities around them and and help everybody achieve the same growth and the same same expression so in that context if you if you were to put businesses what would it become you had to you know some of it you had to figure it out for yourself thank you samir uh let me just uh, two questions uh, i can uh, read you some at the same time so arshdeep asking arshdeep is asking uh, hello pradeep how you and samir met and i want to know how we can find mentor so arshdeep uh, first i can answer the first part of uh, your question so i met with samir in one of the uh, event in chandigarh when i was uh, when my startup failed and i was uh, struggling to find my way so i was not sure like what to do next after uh, shutting down my first startup so i met samir there so he gave me his number but somehow i noted down the wrong number or something so i couldn't connect with him but due to some other uh, work someone else connected me with samir and i met him and like this this is how we met and uh, later on depending upon our uh, interaction so we kept on meeting so next uh, question can be answered by samir so how we can find mentors so i think i mean you know we have this uh, um, very powerful line in the in our tradition which says when the shishya is ready the teacher shows up Right. So when the student is ready, the so <clears throat> to be, you know, like mentor, like a physical mentor or any situation which helps you learn. and learn a particular skill right let's say um, you know I, there is something i really want to learn right and i want to learn yoga let's say i want to do physical yoga and i want to do the exercise and i want to look after my body and and how um, you know how sincere i am toward learning how how deeply and how badly i want it once that becomes obvious you know when i can start practicing that then somehow the teacher will show up because see, if you want to if you want to progress in today's world and learn something you know there is a lot of material and opportunity available for us to start the process by ourselves right there is the internet the biggest teacher and guru of all uh, these days right so so basically you know like if you are desperate to learn yoga you know can you will you start searching the internet to read about yoga to buy the books to see the videos now until and unless you have a teacher your journey will not be 
you know fulfilled but the teacher will come once you have kind of once you deserve the teacher right i mean the the true teacher will come once you deserve the teacher you know you can call it mentor or teacher whatever right so for me personally you know, it happened like that you know in case of yoga that i wanted to really do yoga and i was in auroville i took a 60 workshop whatever they taught i started to practice and then started to read some books i started so i was really really keen and whatever opportunity i got to learn i used to totally grab onto it right and in about 6 months or so i met somebody who was who was probably the best yoga teacher i have ever met and you know then i practiced with him for 3 3 years and i learned yoga from him right so basically and and and, and you know obviously you will have multiple mentors another another passion for me was to learn sanskrit as a language and i was finding it so difficult to find something but whatever materially any article any video any book anything which was given to me i used to kind of you know latch on to it like anything matlab agar aap mujhe sanskrit kitab dete to main chhodta hi nahi tha right so basically you know and then but it took in in this case it took 2 years plus for me to start meeting people who can become my human teachers in that sense and today i'm happy to say there are many many people i have learned from and also you know many of my friends are trying to learn sanskrit so so now i feel very comfortable in my process of learning i mean sanskrit is a huge ocean so one has to you know spend time to learn more so my my experience in life says that whenever i have wanted to learn something really badly and whatever comes to me and i try to get the best out of it right a book from the internet some some conversation some events that i am putting my best effort basically to be a worthy student the day i become worthy the teacher will show up that's that's my understanding yes sumir exactly this is what happened with me because uh, at that time uh, we were two co-founders so one of my uh, co-founder joined uh, some other job so we were like we were coming from same situation but uh, our goals were different and our efforts were different so i was showing up in the events so where i met you and even that meeting was not materialized into into another meeting but something else came up due to some other event organi- uh, organizing some other event i met you and from there uh, again it was not the interactions were not so deep where uh, you could ho- have offered me that mentorship but then i joined one startup which was portfolio of uh, morpheus so because <clears throat> because of that that mentorship came by default because you were already mentoring that startup so i mean the events over events uh, keep coming up from where uh, like i, I could uh, earn you as the real mentor so it like took time even after meeting so i mean for everyone also she also just want to kind of uh, come in over here sorry to disturb you so in in our tradition we use the word you know i mean we, one word which is very uh, also well known is is guru you know and and you know normally we use the word master or mentor in in, in english you know one thing which has to be understood is that we should not get <clears throat> stuck with any individual and make anybody so important because the true guru and the true mentor is is in is the intelligence which is inside of all of us that's so what we have to do is really have to find that source of intelligence within us there can be people who you meet on the way who may help you to go towards that light right but in sanskrit if you look at the word guru 
gu means darkness you know gufa also is dark you know and ru means light so guru means the the entity or the person which takes you from darkness to light now it can be a person it can be a book it can be some event of your life it can be practically anything so in the in a very broad sense of the word guru basically the whole life is a guru right but how do we understand life by the grace of the the inner guru which is called antar guru sitting inside of us right so one thing i want to say to everybody is that basically while there will be people in your life which will help you grow and you should be thankful to them and you should recognize them as such but do not get stuck uh you know i mean i mean you know you should be able to you know you you know you can learn from from a lot of stuff and a lot of things so basically you know one of the dangers of today's um system in india is basically too many too many too many so called gurus going around trying to claim uh the final authority on you know and and trying to say i am the i am the best human being which can ever exist i think that's too much arrogance uh you know so all of us while we recognize other people and we respect them with be thankful to them for helping us at certain point in life what we have to realize is that you know a for me personally it's always a mutual relationship you know so i the reason i continue to engage with pradeep was not because i wanted to i wanted to it was not just for his interest it was also for my own growth right so any relationship which leads to my growth is something which i am happy to engage in but it also also but obviously then it becomes a mutual process of growth and the reason i am on this call is also for the same reason is that basically i see this this is opportunities for my own growth right so i am not doing any favor to anybody by by you know telling something because whatever i am saying is i i learned from somebody else right i mean there is no nothing called original knowledge everything comes from somewhere so we need to we need to be aware of that as well because the only true relationship is relationship of friends right yet trying to create any hierarchy uh you know is 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 you know with any permanent hierarchy is not a good thing so basically just to so everybody can teach everybody you know that line. thanks sumit so this is this was very uh, great conversation and we had uh, we met first time uh, and talked about the topic on conscious business otherwise uh, all our con conversations were regarding uh, starting online blog business or growing that kind of stuff so this this conscious business concept can become the core of uh, whatever we are doing uh, so we can do the same stuff in more meaningful way and of course it will take time to see what is coming out of our actions and then we can uh, we can like see those things more consciously and then only we can figure out the difference between unconscious way and non and conscious way right so that that's what we are doing for last one year so we did some mistakes we did mistakes i mean uh, to say some unconscious action so after taking that unconscious action we could see that as unconscious so while doing that action so it 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 looked fine because everyone else was doing and there was no clear cut way or uh, i mean there is no litmus test to see whether th that is the right way or doing or not but later on when we felt that uh, th there is some shrinkage after doing that work so we felt that we did something wrong and when we did opposite of that then we expanded in that uh, in that action so like these these are the things that how 
we are trying to do things consciously and i hope that uh, everyone else who is present on this call so they they can try the same thing and uh, we can come back and we can meet again to discuss uh, the same topic in more detail sure sure